Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Before we get started today, I invite you to leave a review for this podcast on iTunes. This is a brand new show, and it's really helpful in a launch of a new podcast at Gather Reviews. Will you be willing to help me spread the word by leaving an iTunes review so more people will have a chance to find this podcast? Thank you so much for listening and for your support. I'm excited to connect with you. This is episode one. What on earth am I here for? Finding your purpose. Friends, thank you so much for listening to this inaugural episode. For two and a half years, I've had the nudge to do this podcast but I have to admit, I've been dragging my feet. But I'm going to trust in the timing, and now is the time. So here we go. I am passionate about living a vibrant life and finding joy now. Why? Because I know what it feels like not to have a happy, whole, healthy, and vibrant life and to be stuck in the pit of darkness. It's become my mission to share and teach to others the tools I've discovered during my own healing journey through the sadness and grief of unexpectedly losing my beloved daughter, Olivia. My journey took me further down as I spiraled into a deep clinical depression a couple of years after her passing. You know, I remember being on the floor pleading with God, who I call my Father in Heaven, asking Him to help me get out of the pit I was in and to recreate my life. I was unrecognizable at that time to all those around me. I started getting up early in the morning and doing some things that really started helping. I was praying and writing. And as I did this, I started seeing this image of a tree. It came to me, this idea of a tree, and that I was like a tree. And that this tree had roots, four roots, and they were your body, heart, mind, and spirit. It was as if God was saying, Stacy, this is the pathway, your pathway to healing. You're like this fruit tree. You need to start nourishing your roots. My body, I needed to start taking care of my body. I had numbed my pain with food and other unhealthy habits. My heart, I had to open that up. I had never felt um, and dealt with the depth of emotions I was going through with the loss of our sweet daughter. My mind, I needed to reprogram my mind because I was using it in very destructive ways. I didn't realize what I was doing at the time. That's why these tools have been a lifesaver for me. But my spirit also, I needed to connect with God in a deeper, deeper level and Jesus Christ and slow down my life and do some connection with the spirit through meditation and prayer. So those were the four roots. The trunk represented systems and structures, and that was put some structure in my life because at this time, I didn't have that in my personal life or in my self-care. I needed to start putting those systems in my personal life, that of my family, and in my home. 
then the branches of the tree represented rediscovering my purpose and passion. I've always been a passionate person, but at this time in my life, everything felt gray. And then the fruit of the tree. If I did this, once again, I would produce fruit in my own personal lives. And that would be my gifts and talents and being able to share them, share that fruit of the fruit in my own life, just like we share a fruit of the tree. And that fruit is meant to be shared. But at this time in my life, if I felt and was very barren, but if a fruit on a tree is not shared and it drops, rots, and um, it makes a mess. So we must act and share our talents and gifts and impressions once we are bearing fruit. And that goes back to nourishing the body, heart, mind, and spirit. We also might receive um, gifts and impressions. I love a quote that says, impression without expression leads to depression. So important for us to open up our voice and share what's in our heart. And that's one of the reasons I am doing this podcast today. I know you've heard the comparison of the Dead Sea and, and the Sea of Galilee. Well, the Sea of Galilee is full of life because it, it takes in, but it also gives out. It has inflow and outflow, but in contrast, nothing lives in the Dead Sea because there's no outflow. It's stagnant. This is the same as our life. It's the key for us as individuals to have that vibrant full life, that inflow and outflow. You know, after years of learning, studying, and healing, I feel like I've discovered the formula to help others find joy now, despite the challenges they may be facing. I describe my experience as going from the pit to the promised land. But you have to know, and, and I'm sure you do, that the promised land doesn't mean that we don't have hiccups and bumps along the way. We are having a human experience, and there is opposition in all things. But by listening to this um, weekly podcast, you'll come away with tools to navigate some of those stumbling blocks and turn them into stepping stones. So why live a vibrant and joyful life? Of course, we're meant to have a happy life. We're created to have joy. But first, I want to create a vision of why this is important. I'll start off by posing a question for you. What do salt and light have in common? You know, in the scriptures, we're instructed to be the salt of the earth and also be the light upon a hill. Well, both salt and light influence their surroundings in a positive way. Salt enhances the flavor of anything it touches and light illuminates any object it comes in contact with. You know, we're meant to be leaders and influencers for good to all that we touch or or who all we're involved with. Our lives are meant to have purpose and meaning. We're not meant to simply take up space, but to fulfill all that we were meant to become. You know, one of my favorite books of all time is The Chosen by Kayam Potok. It's a story of two Jewish boys, Reuben and Danny, and the friendship that they develop and the relationship that they have with their fathers. Well, Reuben's father is really very wise and shares with his son why he works tirelessly on the causes that mean so much to him, even though his health suffers because of it. Here's what he says. Human beings do not live forever. We live less than the time it takes to blink an eye, if we measure our lives against eternity. I learned a long time ago that a blink of an eye 
in itself is nothing. But the man who blinks that, who lives that span, he is something. He can fill that tiny span with meaning, so its quality is immeasurable, though its quantity may be insignificant. A man must fill his life with meaning. Meaning is not automatically given to life. It is hard work to fill one's life with meaning. Merely to live, merely to exist, what sense is there to it? A fly also lives. Well, I believe that the whole reason to have a vibrant life is to live a life of meaning and purpose and to be able to change the world in some way for the better. I love the book, The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Some of the points I'll be sharing in this podcast come from that book. The search for life purpose has puzzled people for thousands of years. Finding our purpose is never simply about us. What? It's not about us. It's about God. He created us. The scriptures say that all things were created by him and for him, for his purposes, which always have to do with serving others. God's purpose for your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment, happiness, or peace of mind. It will last longer than any of your dreams and ambitions. Last summer, I went camping with my husband and daughters. So he, my husband, went up early with one daughter, and a couple days later, I came with my other two daughters. We were going up near Mirror Lake in the Uintas. I had been there before, but I put the location on my GPS. But my GPS took me, or excuse me, on my phone, but my GPS took me on another route from where I'd gone before. I thought, wow, this must be the back way. Well, after driving an hour and the scenery getting more and more desolate and seemingly further away from my destination, I pulled over finally. There was no one in sight and I was I was feeling like I was in the middle of nowhere, which I was. I finally flagged down a car and someone stopped and I asked, hey, can I get to Mirror Lake on this road if I keep traveling this way? Oh dear, no, they said, you are on your way to Duchesne. What in the world happened to my GPS? The man said, turn around and backtrack and go back to the other side of the mountain. Um, Then you'll find your way back up the hill. Well, that was a two hour detour. In the same way, we can get off course as we're trying to discover our life purpose. It's not simply about creating our dreams, visions, and goals, and never giving up. These are all good and do lead to success, but being successful and fulfilling your life's purpose are not one and the same. Just as I was lost and had to turn around and go another direction, we may need to start from another vantage point. Why did God create you? I like to think of God as a master architect. When an architect designs a building, before he starts, he has an idea or purpose for that structure. He doesn't just randomly design something without some end goal or vision in mind. This is the same with us. God created us and in doing so had a purpose in mind. The easiest way to discover your purpose is um, to ask the creator, ask God. When, when someone has made an invention, 
How do you find out what the purpose of that invention is? You ask the inventor, the creator. And that is true for discovering your life purpose. Spend time in prayer and meditation with this question in mind. What God told to Jeremiah is also true for you. Before you were in your mother's womb, I chose you. Before you were born, I set you apart for a special work. God has no respecter of persons. You, yes, you, were placed on this planet for a reason. Now, I want to go through this activity with you. I want you to do some thinking and be an observer in your own life. Just span out and let's take a look at your life. We're going to look at some of the patterns and themes throughout your life and experiences that have shown up. If you have a sheet of paper, that would be super helpful. I invite you to write down the answers to these questions. You are shaped for a purpose. S, okay, for shaped. What are your spiritual gifts? These are gifts that you've been given, and there are many, many spiritual gifts, and I'm sure you have several or many, but I want you to think, what are your gifts? I have a friend that has a gift of creating beauty. Everything she touches turns beautiful, whether it be her artwork, her design work, even the food that she prepares. Another friend is full of wisdom and knowledge, and anytime I get a chance to listen to her teach, I just soak it up. I have another friend that knows how to love so deeply and be an incredible friend. All these different gifts are given for us for a purpose. Another friend teaches beautifully. So think of the things that you have done or that just come naturally to you and they, the spiritual gift. H stands for heart. What makes your heart sing? What is it that you talk about um, that gets you excited and others feel it? What is it that you love to do? The energy you project to others is a clue about your purpose. That enthusiasm that you share is a magnet for others to connect with you. A stands for natural abilities. Okay, this is something you're born with. Now, believe it or not, I'm a mother of eight children, and I can tell you there's a large span in age for sure, but they are all unique. They were born unique. One child could think and analyze at a young age. Another was very athletic. One had just the best sense of humor and wit. One was always so compassionate and sensitive. One started singing and was musical. Seems like from the time she was just tiny. So P stands for personality. After you've Taking a look at your natural abilities, let's go on to P. And personality, what is that? What is your personality? Well, we're so unique in our own DNA. When God made you, he broke the mold. Are you an extrovert or an introvert? A thinker or feeler? Big vision type of person or detailed? You know, there is no right or wrong, but your personality will affect how you use your gifts and talents and abilities. It never works to try to copy someone else. Your best version is you, your authentic, beautiful self. Just like stained glass, our different personalities reflect God's light in many colors or patterns. It feels good to do what you're meant to do. It's fulfilling. 
So E stands for experiences. That's your life experiences. Think of your family background and what that brought into your life, your family of origin. Think of your educational opportunities and experiences and certifications and all the training that you've had. That leads, that's, you did that for a reason. Think of your work experience or vocational experience and, and how that benefited your life. Think of the spiritual experiences you've had. Think of the painful experiences you've had. Those painful experiences are hard, but God never wastes a hurt. I know that. Most likely your greatest contribution or impact will come out of your greatest pain. Who better to help someone go through loss and betrayal than someone who has experienced it? Who better to help someone overcome an addiction than someone who has overcome it themselves? So there is purpose to that pain. Maybe you've heard of this story, and I heard it long ago, but I wanted to share it with you. It's called The Current Bush. It was a story about a gardener going into his garden and seeing his current bush, which was growing. It, in fact, it was all wood. It was grown up about six feet tall, but there were no currants on the bush. He's like, okay, I know what to do here. So he got out his pruning shears and came down and pruned that bush down into a little stubble. And the gardener said as he looked down at that little bush, it was like each little stump looked like there was a little teardrop on it. And he imagined him saying, gardener, what did you just do to me? Didn't you see how much I was growing? I was almost six feet tall. I was almost as tall as that fruit tree or that shade tree over there. And now look what you have done. I'm now this little stumble and stump. But then the gardener responded and said, I did not create you to be a shade tree or a fruit tree. That was never your purpose. And had I not pruned you back, you would not be able to fulfill your purpose of why you're created. And you will thank me when you are rich and laden with currants and fruit of, of the fruit that you were designed to create. And it will be delicious and beautiful because that is why I created you. Sometimes in our lives when we feel like we are getting cut down or we're going through life and all of a sudden we get blindsided. I know that certainly happened to me. But I have to think that was for a greater purpose. I think often through our difficult experiences we can find meaning um, when we look at it that way. And I know my, my life took a dramatic turn in, a, in another direction. So God allows you to go through those painful experiences to equip you like no other way to serve and bless others. The Bible says, He comforts us in our troubles so that we may comfort others in their troubles. Isn't that the truth? I testify that is the truth. The very experiences that you may have resented or regretted most in your life are the experiences that often you are meant to help others with. Only shared experiences can help others. I love the quote by Aldous Huxley. Experience is not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens to you. 
Another activity in considering your purpose is to plot out your life on a timeline. I've done this and it's really eye-opening and helpful. Look for the experiences that impacted your life and whether your life took a turn for both the positive or the negative. As I plotted out my life on a timeline, it was really interesting to see the positive and negative turns in my life. I re realized that there were so many positives for a long time, and then I got a huge negative. But there were, we're human. We're going to have that uh, opposition, good and bad, and highs and lows in our lives. Our lives are 50-50, right? Um, you've probably heard of the law of polarity, you know, that opposition in everything. Or another way to put it is the law of divine compensation. When you know you've hit those lows, you will have those highs and vice versa. Those lows allow us to experience the highs. Going through and taking an inventory of your life allows you to see the gift that comes from each experience, both positive and negative. As I plotted out my life and I looked at each of the experiences, I asked myself, what was the gift? And there are gifts, both in the positive and the negative. Sometimes, and most often, while we're in the negative, it's hard to see the, the gift. But afterwards, when we come full circle to, of healing, then we can say and ask um, what that gift was. And we can see that, that who we have become is because of our journey. And we can identify the positive character traits that we've developed along the way because of our path and journey. So I want to conclude this episode today with a quote from Mark Twain. The two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. So I encourage you to take some time to go through that shape, what I just outlined, your your spiritual gifts, what is your heart saying, what are your natural abilities, what's your personality, and your life experience, and especially your heart experiences. And then consider plotting out your life on a timeline and taking a look and be an observer in your life and see how God has given you all of these experiences to come together and how you can then use this to be of service and serve him for the purpose he created. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.